Hello, Balls of Magic. Welcome to episode two of How to Be Queer When You Pretended You Were Straight. My name is Alex. My pronouns are they, them, there. Hi, Alex. Hi, Kimmy. I'm Kim. I'm back again. <laughs> yes, she's the best. And my, my pronouns are she, her, but I'm back for episode two. Episode one was, was, was fun. It's really fun. We got some good feedback. Some we actually had people listen to it. We did. We yeah. got a little little whoop whoop. We did. Yeah. So if you are back listening to us again, thank you. Um, please use our email, which is how to be queer podcast at gmail.com. So send us your feedback, your questions, your stories. We would really love to hear from you. And to get an understanding of what maybe you want to hear us talk about, um, or maybe we can share your story, or I don't know. It would yeah. just be fun to hear from you. So please email us. Don't forget to please subscribe and give us a review. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome, because then we can keep doing this. Totally. I mean, this is basically just the conversations you and I have, like, all the time with each other. Yeah. Because we're together all the time. We are. So I was thinking... So here it is, like episode one, we shared what it was like, kind of our childhood and like coming up to coming out, coming up to coming out. That's coming a weird up to saying. Coming out, yeah. And we're going to pause on sort of our, some of our stories of what happened after. Um, and this week we were like, let's talk about something a little like, we're going to keep it kind of light and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yesterday was Transgender Day of Visibility. Very important day. Very important day. And so we were talking about like the alphabet soup and like LGBTQ and all the letters and alphabet mafia. I know, which is kind of a new one. Yeah. Our bro friend was like, you can talk about the alpha, uh, the, the, the alphabet mafia. Bro friend was definitely all about us talking about the <laughs> alphabet mafia. <laughs> so, Hi, bro friend. I know you're out there. Yeah. So we'll go through. Um, well, do we want to. Where we let's start with because I feel like you know so some of the people that have been watching are also on your TikTok and my TikTok accounts because yeah. we somehow during COVID stumbled upon TikTok and just started filming like our everyday lives and the kind of fun and craziness we have at our house mm-hmm. and through our TikTok accounts we would get a lot of questions around like just basic terminology. Yeah. And people asking, like, what does all of this mean? So we thought, let's do a rapid fire round of all the different letters that go into alphabet soup. What P- do you think? PPQQ. PPQQ. I don't even know what PPQQ is. Plus. Oh, boy. Okay. So <laughs> okay, I'm we'll going to start. So L is. Lesbian. G is. Gay. B. Bisexual. T. Transgender. Q. Queer. Or. Questioning. Uh-huh. I. Intersex. A. Asexual. Or. Ally. Ally. Yeah. I've also heard um, aromantic. Yes. And I've also heard that having ally in it is quite controversial. Oh. I know. So I have some, I've heard from some folks in the community that they're like, no, A is ally. And other people feel like, no, that's infringing on our space. You don't actually get space within our, isn't that fascinating? That's that's something that's fascinating. We could break that down because then also like, you know, the cisgender gay people 
are yes. allies of the, the trans, trans people. Exactly. So, so should how do you feel about us using a for asexual and ally? I'm all for more love. I'm I'm gonna say yes on that too. Yeah. And then our last letter we have down here is P for pansexual. Also, have heard it um, for polyamory. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. I think pansexual is the way we should all live our life. Yeah. Right? Like I see, well, let's talk about what pansexual is because we might have listeners that don't know. So a pansexual is? A person who is attracted to anybody regardless of their sex. But sex would be their assigned sex. Is that like what, what you got going on in your pants? Your junk. Right. Yeah. So I would love to say that I'm a pansexual person, but I'm not attracted to certain body parts. Yes. So you're not. That's also start with the letter P. P. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> you all got that. I bet it could did. be. Yeah. It could be either one. one. One P is good. Another P I, I'm not so sure about. <laughs> Let's keep it clean. Sometimes we have a child that's listening. Okay. So that's kind of the what, what our alphabet soup, right? Of, of I usually say LGBTQIA+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I like to add a little plus on because I'm always learning and we're always expanding what our knowledge is. But why don't we, do we want to go over like what, because I've got one letter, you got a couple. I got I got a couple for sure. Okay, mine's like super easy. L. I'm super gay. You are super, you are you're like a double gay, you're okay. a triple gay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a officer in the mafia. Okay. So I, I use two letters for myself. I say I'm a lesbian. Or I say I'm queer. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest, I don't love the word lesbian. I never have. It's always made me a bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to say I'm a queer woman. Yes. And I don't like, I don't love lesbian. And that's a whole other episode. Nothing against any lesbians are out there. It's more so the way I think lesbians have been betrayed, like portrayed yeah. in media and how a lot of times it's like we're portrayed as at the, at the service of some type of weird sexual fantasy of of another person. And so I've kind of always shied away from that word and said I'm queer because that feels more empowering mm-hmm. to me and to who I am. Yeah. And lesbian didn't that I'm with you on that and lesbian didn't work for me because of my gender identity. You want to get into my it? Gender identity. Yes. You want to get into it? Okay, yes. so give me you want to give me your letters? I um my letters are G, T, Q. That's all I got. GTQ. GTQ. So you use you use gay. Gay. Oh, an N for an non. N. Yeah. Okay. So you use G, which you you refer to yourself as gay. Yep. And I'm a gonna... homosexual person. I acknowledge that I am attracted to. Other people with the same body part as your body as part. As my body part. You're attracted to women. I am. Right. Yes. And so your T is really interesting, right? Because yeah. your T, we're talking about transgender. Mm-hmm. You refer to yourself as trans mask. I do. So how is trans mask different from trans man? 
Um, I, I, I know of, you know, labels always come down to the person. Um, trans masculine for me is, um, so I'm transgender, I'm non-binary, but I am masculine of the center. So when you say the center, what does that mean? So if we were to describe gender on a spectrum, um, kind of more linear, which we know it's fluid, but if it, you know, that non-binary is kind of in the middle, you're, or neither, both genders or neither, you're outside the binary, I just, I present and feel more masculine. So I'm in a... I'm going to like be the person that's going to break this down in the, cause I, people ask me this as your partner all the time, right? What is non-binary? And this is how I explain it to a well-intentioned person that just wants to know, mm-hmm. right? That you have, you have the binary female, the binary male, and then non-binary is like right in the center. It's dead center mm-hmm. where you might feel a little bit male, a little bit female, neither, both, both at the same time, neither, anything kind of between those two things. I am cisgendered, right? Because I absolutely 100% identify in the binary of female. But for you, if I'm understanding everything you've taught me is that non-binary trans mask means that you feel somewhat in the center, but you lean a little bit more masculine than feminine. Mm -hmm. So that's what trans mask means for you. Yeah. Did I get it right? Yes. Do I get a prize? You get a prize. What's the prize? You'll find out later. (laughs) (laughs) I wrapped it up. (laughs) Sorry. We call that... Dirty talk. <laughs> That's a kind of pathetic dirty talk, but I'll, we'll go with it. That was funny. We want, we want people to be able to listen to our podcast That's and right. not feel too uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. So our uh, so we've talked about your T. We talked about your N. Mm-hmm. Any other letters for you? Q. Q. Yeah. For, qu- for queer? That's more... Queer is like kind of really all-encompassing. It's like my gender identity and it's my sexuality. And then T and N are my more my gender and well yeah. And then and then gay is my orientation. So when we were well let's see, I'm a couple years older than you. Not much. Two two and a half, three years older than you. Mm-hmm. Um when we were growing up, w- there was you know, I remember hearing like, oh, that person is a, a cross-dresser. Yeah. Um, we didn't really use, or it was, they were transgendered, right? right. Which we also know uh, now with, with knowledge and, and listening and sharing, we know now that it is transgender. Yeah. Um, or trans mask, trans femme. Um, but non-binary was something that you didn't get the language of until you were how old? I was 40 and it literally felt like um, the earth opened up and a rainbow like popped out and I slid down it and was like, I'm home. (laughs) I just thought of the Smurfs when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) But prior to being, you know, 40 years old and getting that language, you obviously have always been non-binary. You just didn't have the language until you were... 
until you were 40. Until I was 40. I think I'm so fascinated um, when I think back to when I was a kid that, and even in like elementary, middle school, high school, um, just this knowingness of like, you're a little bit of a girl, a little bit of a boy. And then I would even just, and then I just ventured just, I, I, would say, I would say tomboy too, but tomboy didn't That's really, a loaded word, right? It's, it's a really loaded word. But so, tomboy obviously didn't, didn't fit, so. Yeah, I never called myself a woman. Like I, it made my skin crawl. Even when I was thought that I was, <laughs> that I, yeah. Even when you're like, okay, everyone's telling me I'm a woman, but I'm, t- I, I don't feel. Yeah, but I had no, I had no words. I had no words for it at all. So you're 40 years old and bro friends. Yep. Gives you this language. Yeah, I start talking about how I feel and they're listening and they're like, well, here's, it's like they opened up a toolbox and they were like, here, here are all these lovely this langu- little. This language and this understanding. Yeah, and, and it like a portal, like, you know, literally like welcome home. Yeah. So now when you introduce yourself. So this is a, a question um, to your pronouns. Yeah. So let's talk about they, them pronouns a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so they, them is all encompassing for me that I'm, you know, it's singular, but it's, I'm not she, not he, I'm they. And so I, I, so a little bit of background when Alex and I first got together, um, you did not go by Alex. No. And you were uh, given a name at birth mm-hmm. that you don't identify with. And you used pronouns that are not truly who you are. Mm-hmm. And in our relationship, you basically came out, you had like a second coming out, right? It wasn't just that you were you were gay. It was, I think I'm, I've, which words did you give me first? First, you said, I'm non-binary. Yeah. And then eventually that led to I'm trans. Yeah. So can you, and then I want to go back to pronouns. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around on you a little bit, but I want to give a little bit of the perspective, like your perspective of, you know, what is it like to live in such a gendered world where, you know, the norm, the norm is he, she, and here you are. I'm like, I'm they, and I'm non-binary and I'm trans. And that second coming, second and third coming out were really different than your first coming out is just gay. Yeah. Um, the, the non-binary, um, was so empowering and having that language. And then I spent a lot of time like, well, what does this mean? And I looked up non-binary and what does it mean? And how do it was almost like, how do I be non-binary and not, um, because the world is so genderized. So yeah. how do you start living without identifying in either? Yeah. And so I was so grateful and so happy I had this word. But then I was like, I belong. I know my word now, but I still don't really belong anywhere. And so having more conversations with bro friend, that was like this, the sense of belonging is just going to come from within you. Like you're gonna, it's like um oh shoot I'm blanking on the on the who said it but the but the quote, you know you you belong everywhere and nowhere, 
Um, and I just, that kept going through my head and eventually it kind of like settled into my body where, you know, I, I, it never leaves my head. Like I don't go around thinking you're non-binary, you're transgender, but it's like, it's always this resonating vibration of you belong everywhere because you do. Well, because you just are. And because you're just who you are and you kind of belong nowhere, but there's also power in that mm-hmm. too for me. So they, them, your preferred pronouns. Yes. So this was as a, as a, I guess we'll share a little bit about our, our life together. Um, I used different pronouns for you for years mm-hmm. and um, really wanted to support because when your partner tells you who they are, you <laughs> certainly want to listen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cause it's not really about you. It is about, it is about them. Yeah. And um, for anyone else that, that, that might be out there listening, if you're uh, in a relationship and, you're, and your partner comes to you and, and goes through, I think, some of the conversations that you and I had, did you feel, like, how did you feel when you told me? About the non-binary? Yeah. About being non-binary? I was super excited. I was super excited and, and, and I didn't, I mean, I did, I, I know now, but I didn't know that, you know, knowing you too, that you were like, you know, awesome. I love you. Like, you know, support you. And then you were like, I was, I was like the, the what is the, the, the cat on the, the keyboard, cat on the keyboard. <laughs> what is non-binary? <laughs> like trying to figure out. So I was like all trying to figure out how to be, I mean, it's, it's just weird concept. Like, how do I be myself? I know what I know who I am, but how do I actually now be that or creating? Well, and I wonder if it's how do you just allow yourself? Yes, it was the permission. It was to, the permission you needed to grant yourself to just yeah. show up and be. Yeah, because I'd spent so much time in realizing that I'd spend so much time and not understanding it before making myself small because I didn't even know who I really was. Yeah, I, I remember us going. I remember going through this with you, and and on one hand, it was um, like this huge weight had been lifted, yeah. because you had really. I mean, a funny kind of story about you know our past is you know I had referred to you as a lesbian once, yeah, and you like you're not an angry person, <laughs> no, you are like lightness and love and energy and empathy and all all these beautiful things, and I I really haven't seen you. You're not, you don't get angry very often. Um, and you were mad at me and I got kind of like a finger pointed at me. Like I am not a lesbian. And in my head, I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of getting some real queer vibes, but I was like, okay, you're, you're not a lesbian, but there wasn't necessarily a, well then what are you because this was before you really had the understanding around your gender well I think you had the understanding around your gender you didn't have the language which is different yeah Yeah. it was really layered because you know at the emotional level it was like don't show don't like you you mask discomfort with humor and so you know me um, being like I'm not a lesbian like you know, ha ha ha. Well, there's, there's truth to that. And, um, that I just, 
there were just multiple layers. There were so many layers. There were so many to layers it. there. That 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 was the best, you know, I, I remember kinda of making it like kind of funny, but also it was not funny. It was it was definitely a, I'm gonna use humor to make a point and I was I I took the point really well of okay, Alex is not a lesbian. Yeah. What whatever words I'm gonna use to describe Alex, I don't know that we know yet. And then over the course of time, through through bro friends and a lot of work um, that you had done, we started to get the language. And it was like this huge weight had been lifted because at least at least I think you had you knew words and there was some power in, in being able to identify in those words. And then, you know, life kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, what I you know, some of the things I remember from from that time is. Yes, it is hard to go from referring to your partner as one name and one pronoun and 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 changing it as quickly as possible um, because obviously with a lot of people that have um, transitioned to use their dead name is incredibly harmful. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that you want to do is is cause harm to the person that you you love more than anybody in this world. And so, you know, I think I... When you told me your name, your real name, Alex, of actually who you are, it made total sense to me. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you are, Al- you are Alex. I am. You are Alex. Um, they, them definitely was harder, especially mm-hmm. because I was not accustomed to using those pronouns for people. Um, and now I recognize that everyone I meet, I refer to as they until they tell me otherwise. Yeah. Because I've just made the habit of doing it. And I, I do it too. Right. I just don't assume anymore that the way that somebody looks is that I should assume what their gender is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, them has become um, much more commonplace for me to, to use. There's a couple places that I get tripped up though. Um, a lot of times when I refer to you as a mom. Yeah. And I'm saying, hey, mom, hey, you know, because we, we parent children together, I almost always will slip back into she um, yeah. because mom and feminine are just are so interlinked in, in my head. And I at least now I catch myself and I'm like, gosh, darn it. You would think after all these years I could get it right. And then interestingly, when we're driving, <laughs> yeah. when we're driving and in, in, in our relationship, like. I am usually the passenger. You are usually the driver. And you know how like when you get those close calls and I'm like, you know, I think we're going to crash and die in like a, you know, fiery <laughs> God knows what. I start to scream your dead name. Yeah. And it's really surprised us both. I'm like, what is it that I think I'm going to die in like a fiery inferno? <laughs> and I go to your dead name. Like, it's really bizarre. I wonder if it's just some kind of subconscious, you know, like... That's how you first met me ever. And it's just kind of, I don't know. It's interesting though, yeah. because I, I think about your dead name and I don't even associate it with you anymore. I don't either. Unless I think I'm about to die in a fire crash. <laughs> oh God. I mean, how weird is that? If somebody is out there and is a psychologist or <laughs> psychiatrist or whatever help that I need to understand that, like, please email us. <laughs> I'd love to have an answer to that one. Yes. Anything else you want to say about, you know, your experience of, I mean, and I think like pronouns and that process, like that's going to have to be, we'll, we'll put that in a whole other episode, but 
hopefully this gave some people some some understanding of the different letters and what they mean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. As I say, do we want to talk about the alphabet mafia and how obsessed I am with this now? We we can. I also wanted to um, acknowledge, like, you know, I had a lot of, um, and I'll bring it back to the T, like, ha- I had a lot of internalized homophobia and transphobia that I think just is part, was part of, like, us growing up, what was mm-hmm. in our our norm, and so... You know, um, the 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 messages when I realized I was transgender, it was like it felt like death was coming to get me, and um, but also it's just that interesting. It was that interesting experience of. Because the night before I had, we were, um, we were, we were together at, at hanging out and I'd said, just, you know, kill me now. And this is a, this is, um, not in a literal sense. Not I in a literal su- sense. No, <laughs> I wasn't suicidal at all. It was just like this knowingness of like, I have experienced, um, you know, joy and love and like just feeling so kind of complete. And then the very next day, this unearthing of like, hey, you're trans and it would not leave my head. So let's, we'll talk about that day a little bit since, you know, I, I do like that, you know, we, we try to keep this podcast very organic to just kind of what our conversations are. But we were, um, as you said, we were hanging out together. We were together at this point mm-hmm. and you had told me months before this that you identified as non-binary. Yeah. And had changed pronouns. You had not changed your name yet. No. Um. So, I, actually, you may not have changed your, your pronouns. I know. I, think I was we were still. I was not really, sh- I don't remember when my pronouns changed, but. But you were definitely like, hey, I am non-binary. Um, you definitely started presenting a little bit more masculine of center. You were feeling, at least from the outside, it looked like you were starting to really sink into your body, own your own your physicality in a way that I hadn't seen you um, really show up as before. Yeah. And we had had um, we had been out to dinner. We had been celebrating with some with some really great friends. And you looked at me and you were like, "Just kill me now." Just kill me now. And again, like for people listening out there, not in a suicidal way, but in a way where you say it like, I, I'm I'm so happy. I'm so euphoric. You could actually kill me now and I'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I think in, in remembering what this experience was like the next day, like you said, there was a shift in, in your energy. And I knew that there's there's something else going on. I mean, it was a little bit like, you know, that the night before being the calm before the calm before the storm. The storm and the storm was the truth, like the acknowledgement and the truth of like you're going to now, I don't know, n- label, you're going to acknowledge, you're going to finally see this part of you that you've been really and not even like that's what's so weird about um about about it is that you're not actively trying to push it away it just happens and then 
something the wonderful wide universe is like i'm going to no longer allow you to not see this mm-hmm. and whatever happens to you you know again greater good universe like you're going to be okay but it's going to feel like you're crumbling and that's exactly what happened i would say um what i remember of that time right cuz this is now i think it's been two two years Mm-hmm. Um, a little over two years. A little over two years. But you... And crumble, I don't want it to sound like it was negative. It was a it was a breaking open of your chest. And you sobbed. I mean, yeah. it was a sobbing. It was this huge release of energy. That's what it was. Yeah, not, not a crumbling. Yeah. And you you looked at me and, and, you know, you know you really love a person when you hold their snotty... Their snotty, oh my sobby, sobbing face. And you looked at me and you said... Kim, I'm trans. Yep. And, and I, there it was. And my jaw was like so tight and I was, um, yeah, hearing it come out of my mouth was one amazing, wonderful. And yeah, so. So let's keep going with this and then we'll get, we'll get back to, to some of our, we'll, we'll joke around at the end a little bit about the Alphabet yeah, Mafia. Sounds good. But once I had heard, um, you know, heard your truth and the the journey that we kind of went on after that, right, is, okay, I'm non-binary, I'm trans, um, pronouns. And then I want everyone to hear, like, how did you end up with the name Alex? You know, I always loved the name Alex. And as soon as I, I was reading something and as soon as I kind of connected that a lot of non-binary and trans people change their name um to match who they really are I just it just wasn't even I didn't waver at all like so I'd heard the name um with a movie with when I was a kid it was about um the movie was about a little girl named Alex um Alexandra um and she had um she was the daughter of Frank DeFord but anyway so I love that movie and I just, but the name, there's got to be some like generational, spiritual, like passed down where it's like that name always just rang in my ear a certain way. I love that name. Yeah, me too. Any other like Gen Xers out there? Remember Alex P. Keaton? <laughs> right? Because I loved him. Yeah. I still do love Michael J. Fox, but I, I always have had really positive association with that name. And so when you said, I, you know, this is who I am, I'm Alex. I was like, yeah, you are. You are Alex. And it's funny because you look exactly like an Alex. You know, some people like, you look like your name. Yeah. You look like your name. Like, I'm like, how could you be anything other than Alex? Yeah. It's not like you were like, I'm Benji. Like, <laughs> no offense to anyone. Benji's a lovely name. But like, you don't look like a Benji. Right. Or like a Stuart. Stuart, yeah, Stuart, yeah, never mind. Right, it's funny, yeah. Or, or you know, any other, any other ones that are out there. But you said Alex, and I was like, you, you are Alex. Mm-hmm. That is who you are. And so, you know, for any anyone out there that might, um, obviously, if someone is is looking for support in transitioning, um, there's a number of different places that you can go to. But I would. Obviously, what helped you is Bro Friend, who's Bro, a mental yeah. who's a mental health professional that really did 
um, help you through the transition. And yeah. so for anybody out there that's listening, like find someone like, like bro friend mm-hmm. that can help you really make that transition. Yeah. I think I also wanted to want to acknowledge that, you know, the knowingness of who I am also speaking the words took a lot of practice because I, um, would hear my name come out of my mouth and I, or even like would have had like, like a half second have to think about it. And I, and that, I guess I want to say like, it doesn't mean that that's actually not who you are. It doesn't mean that, that, you know, just because I, 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 I dead named myself in class one day because I just hadn't, and, and, you know, and you can like go down that hole of like, maybe I'm not really that name or maybe I'm, you know, and, and no, it's, it's, it's okay if you mess up your own name and just if someone's on like a, you know, the beginning of their journey or like when you get to the point where you, you feel it in every fiber of your, of your being, you know, but at the same time, like your brain's just used to hearing and saying something else like you're gonna mess it up yourself too so well and let's talk about when we want to be an ally yes and we mess it up yeah and because we we have a wonderful group of of very close friends Mm -hmm. and they would occasionally call you by your dead name and you know the advice that I give out there if you if you find yourself in that situation where you've used the wrong name or the wrong pronouns Correct it, acknowledge it, and move on. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I meant to call you by your real name, Alex. And move on. Like, you don't want to make it this huge deal of, oh my God, I can't believe I did that and droning on and on and on about it. Just correct it, acknowledge, and move on. Yeah. Because then it makes it just weird. It makes it just weird. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. Like, I I live with you and I've lived with you for a while and, and... I still mess it up, but I'm human. So I correct, acknowledge, move on. Unless it's a fiery crash. And then I'm like, what, what are we doing? Like, I don't know. You drive too fast (laughs) and you don't pay attention. Oh, see, I'm looking at you or I'm talking and yeah, try to, I'm not going to blame anybody else but myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I drive fast. Thank you for sharing like all that about, your transition and your pronouns. Yeah. Can I tell like the, well, we have, there's so much more, but we're going to have to save it for another episode because I want to talk a little bit for allies out there. Yes. Of if you're, if your partner is going to transition, like how do you need to show up? And, um, and some of the weird ass questions I would get from people and I'll teaser, well, Kim, if you're a lesbian and Alex is non-binary trans mask, how does that work for you? And I'm like, what the? So <laughs> I, I, that's like maybe another episode. We, we should just have an episode titled Weird Shit People Have Asked Us. Oh, that'd be a good one. That'd be a really It'd good one. That'd be a one. lot. Yes. yes and I say could... it with love. Yes. But like weird shit people have asked us. Yeah. It's a well-intended, uh, weird sometimes borderline like (laughs) borderline (laughs) harmful impact yeah all right well let's let's end this episode with alphabet mafia the mafia this this is fascinating this is fascinating to me too so we're both gen xers 
And so I kind of feel like I'm not cool at all. Like I was cool once. <laughs> I don't even know if I was cool once. At least in my head, maybe I thought I was cool. But like I'm a Gen Xer. Like I'm not really cool. But uh, you're kind of cool. Well, no, well, you're not kind of cool. You are cool. Uh, I'm not cool. <laughs> <laughs> you are though. I don't know why you're laughing okay, at me. Okay. So Alex is cool. Kim is not cool. <laughs> And hashtag hashtag Kim Kim's a fun sponge. So in one of and so you know on our TikTok accounts and then bro friends yep. was like you guys have to talk about Alphabet Mafia, and I have and I read about this because of course what does Kim do when I get any information that I don't know? I'm the cat meme on my computer. Like what does this mean? I must know all the details. I must know yes. all the details. And I love so that about you. It's, I, see, but again, that's not cool. Like, there's nothing cool about that. But I am, like, really well-informed. You are. <laughs> You're a very well-informed citizen. Well-informed citizen. So when we heard about... So when I... And obviously, I've heard about Alphabet Mafia for a while. And when we were talking about it with Brofriend, I'm like, well, now I need to know all the things about <laughs> Alphabet Mafia. And I have to say, this is, like, one of the things that really cracks me up. But I want to acknowledge first, the word mafia can be incredibly triggering. Yes. And, you know, truthfully, if you were to look into my family's background, not my, not my parents, but, you know, like your second cousin on, the, on my last name's side, like there's some serious ties to the mafia. So I don't, like on one hand, I get it. There's a lot of people that are like, there's nothing cool about organized crime. Like, why would you appropriate that word? Yeah. But I think for today's purposes, like, we're going to keep it light. Yeah. Right? We so, can go, like, like Christian Slayer, Lucky Luciano, you know, cool, like, light. That'd be fun. Are we going to ever talk about your obsession with Christian Slater? We can. Like, maybe not today. I maybe uh, Yeah, maybe not today. But you are, like, a little obsessed with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you want to be him? I think I wanted to be him. You I loved, well, and I loved the clothing. Did you like I, him like pump up the volume or did you like him Heathers? Oh, I, Heathers was ew. Um, right? If you was, told me that you liked him in Heathers, I would have some serious life choices I need to rethink. Pump up, yeah, pump, <laughs> pump up the volume was like one of my favorite movies. Nah, he's a dude. Yeah. Nah, okay. But he did, yeah. Okay. okay we, we're, we digress. Back okay, to. Back to, back to Alphabet Mafia. So. A slightly controversial term, yes. right, um, that was used to refer. It, so it was originally coined by really intolerant people. So our homophobes, our transphobes, our, um, you know, history, toe tappers in the bathroom, right? Remember that guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, these are the people that are probably like putting in like, you know, why does my kid have to talk to a gay kid? Why does this person need to use my bathroom? Like these are the intolerant assholes that wanted to mock the ever growing LGBTQIA plus community. So they are like, cool, we're the alphabet mafia and like kind of making fun of gay people with it. So and, you know, here's the thing. So these bigots, you know, create this term intended to demoralize, right, the, the, anybody that's living in a non-heteronormative way and implying um, that it's, you know, the secret society, it's unsavory, 
It's um, just all these horrible things. So they think, oh yeah, we're going to be the alpha. We're going to call them the alphabet mafia, right? Because they're awful and all this shit. And see, here's what I fucking love about gay people, right? <laughs> this is what I love about, this is what I love about being gay myself. Like you got to come at us with something better than that because right? we've been dealing with shit for, for fucking ever. So they thought, yeah. So of course the LGBTQ community is like, all right, cool. We're going to actually take that name on ourselves because it actually does kind of sound cool. Like we're the alphabet mafia. Yeah. And so claiming the term as our own and now referring to ourselves as the alphabet mafia. I mean, there's everything from podcasts, there's clothing, um, there's all this stuff where the community has really taken power of what that actually means. Like, yes, we're here, we're queer, we're a mafia. You can't actually use these terms against us. But the best thing about it is they've actually identified different ranks. Yes. Within the mafia. Yes. And this is like what was cracking my shit up the other day because, of course, God bless the internet. This is where I learn everything. Okay. So if you're a lesbian in the alphabet mafia, you are actually a lieutenant. Lieutenant. So I'm okay. like Lieutenant Kim. Oh, that's like Lieutenant Dan from Force. <laughs> okay. If you're if you're you're gay, so you are So I'm uh general gay. I'm a sar a technical sergeant for transgender, a quartermaster for queer. And An then, admiral if you're asexual. Yeah. A a, a brigader a if brigader you're for if bisexual. you're bisexual. An air marshal. I don't know what this one is. Aromantic. Do you know what that means in the LGBTQIA plus community? I don't know that I'm as familiar with that as I, I should be. So have you ever seen the gender unicorn? I believe I have. Some of them I've seen because there's like romantic attraction, sexual attraction, um, gender identity, um, assigned sex at birth, and it breaks it down. So it basically comes down to like that some people don't, you know, romantic attraction and sex don't. Oh, they don't go ahead. They don't hand. connect. And so they're oh. not romantic people, but they, that doesn't mean they can't enjoy sex. Oh, wow. That we, is there, I would love to understand that more. And it, so maybe, maybe someone out there, you'd be willing to send us a note or an email about what, what your life experience has been like. I would love to learn more about that. Yeah, me too. Cause I, 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 I don't know if I even, I think I kind of said that right, but something like that. Let us know. Okay. So I, this is Lieutenant Kim then. I keep wanting to say Lieutenant Dan. I know. <laughs> I know. What else could, uh, well, I, anyway, that's, I kind of think the alphabet mafia thing is, is, is like pretty cool. And I love that, you know, generationally, like we've got, you know, a generation of kids coming up that really are like, no, I'm taking the power and you actually don't get to use these terms against me. So I'm going to claim them as my own. I think you need a new sign on your desk that says Lieutenant Salvaggio. Oh, Wow. That's a statement, isn't it? <laughs> right? No one. I mean, you put that, you put that up there, like, bam. You could, you could, you could put that up there and be like, bam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let us know what you think. So is this our, is this our episode two? I feel like we were all over the place. 
Um, we talked mostly about the soup, though. We did? Yeah. Did we do what we wanted to do? I think we did. How do we want to sign off this week? Um, well, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully there's more than, like, hopefully someone listens. Hopefully someone listens. We are just getting started. We're going to talk. There's so many things, so many topics, so many nuances to to cover that we're just excited to, because we didn't even go into queer. We did not go into queer. So that'll be for another time. It'll be for another time, but I'm so happy to have this time with you. Me too. Okay. So like it, rate it. I don't know. What's all the things that we want people to do? Uh, Email us. Email us, subscribe, and leave a review rating. And you can email us at howtobequeerpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Yeah, and happy, happy Trans Day of Visibility. Happy Transgender Day of Visibility. You matter and you are loved. All right, balls of magic. See you next time. See you next time.